the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Blue Throne's new partnership model just received an $85 million credit line and now allows you, app creators, with product market fit to stay in the game and not sell your entire business. And you still get to enjoy the excitement of scaling through Blue Throne's advanced SDK technology, publishing network, and their specialized scale team. Look, growing your app beyond a certain point all by yourself is almost impossible. Trust me, I've scaled a lot faster by teaming up with others. Because your beloved baby, your app, must mature and transform into a company. Blue Throne's new partnership model is better than any VC investment because it gives you cash in hand, your life back, and the right to see your app adopted by millions while making millions. Learn more by going to bluethrone.io. That once again is bluethrone.io. Got an app idea that you think will be the next unicorn, but you don't know what to do next? Well, with more than 15 years of experience creating software, b7dev.com can help you out. Schedule a free one-hour call by going to b7dev and let them know that Steve sent you. That, once again, is b7dev.com. What is up, App Nation? It is. Steve Young coming to you live from Vegas. I'm at the MGS Vegas event speaking here. And so bear with me. My internet may not be strong because I'm in a hotel, but I did not want to delay this guest anymore. Last time I was in Hawaii and I canceled it. And this time I was like, I'm making this work as much as possible because by far anybody I've talked to when it comes to paywall optimization, this guy knows his ish. So let's bring it in. He is Jake Moore. He is a co-founder and CEO at Superwall. Previously, he built and grew fitness AI to $5 million in revenue over four years. He went through YC for both fitness AI and now Superwall and has raised and has raised a seed fund for each. So if you got funding questions, let me know and we will ask him. All right, without further ado, let's bring him in. What's Jake, up, what's going on, man? <laughs> I'm doing well. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm super excited to have you on. Like I said, I wanted to make sure we did this because, you know, we talked pre-interview and I was like, dude, your stuff works, man. So let's really, there's a lot of people in the comments and I'm going to get to every one of you guys, but let's really break it down. Talk to me about like, if you had to break it down into three, three things, Jake, to increase your revenues for your subscriptions, what would those three things be? Um, I would say the first is... The first is probably making sure that almost all your installs are seeing your paywall. Uh, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So you miss 100% of the sales um, from people who don't see your actual paywall. The second is nailing your messaging. So really understanding what it is that you're selling and being able to convey that really, really well 
not only with good uh, headlines and text, but also with good images and graphics. Um, and I'd say the last one is obviously your product. Uh, you can, uh, it's, it's pretty hard to sell something that isn't solving a real problem for somebody in, uh, in, in their daily lives. So if, if a consumer is your, is your target audience, then uh, working on your product and iterating on that is, is also very high uh, leverage. Hey, Jake, one of the things, I love the whole paywall, you know, you missed the 100%, and we've seen that. The more paywall views that you show, the more money you're going to make. It's as simple as that. I, I copied that from you. All right? I stole that from you. All right. I'm going to credit you. But so I love that strategy. But you also talk about like showing a paywall, doing your onboarding. So your first time the screens on that first yeah. open, then showing the paywall again. Unpack that. <laughs> yeah, let's unpack that. Yeah, so, so, so basically before onboarding, you're at this very unique position where uh, intent for your app is highest. So they just downloaded your app. They, they, they have a problem in their life that they think that your app solves for. And so they just downloaded it and, and they're really excited. Mm -hmm. And capitalizing on that excitement by asking them to start a free trial is, is very opportunistic. So showing a paywall immediately after onboarding, it seems aggressive, but it's not that aggressive. So for the people who think it's aggressive, they think, well, they haven't even tried my app yet. They don't even know how, what it feels like or what it does. And to that, I say, right. Um, you're right. They don't know what your app is. So it's the perfect time to show them in a video format exactly what they're getting with your app. Because when they first download mm -hmm. your app, they don't know anything about how to even use your app. And so it's actually better to show them a little video of what they're getting than to just let them use it and risk them not seeing all the features you have to offer. So we, we've seen that well, as, a, as a very... Does that make sense? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You so do you paywall on first in and then hitting them with the onboarding and then showing them the paywall again? Is that still yeah. a preferred method? Yeah, so the highest um the highest ranking flow that we have is still a video prior to onboarding. That's just it's not a video like a live action commercial. It's really just a screen recording showing what what the hell you're getting uh -huh. out of this app. Then you do onboarding. Um, onboarding might be, you know, for a fitness app, it would be what what uh, what what type of exercises do you like? Uh, what are your goals, et cetera? Um, and so after onboarding, now is your opportunity to show the customer how you can fine tune your app to them. And so I what I like doing is having a second paywall moment right after that says, OK, you know, this is your weight. You said that you want to gain this much muscle. You said you want to do it in four weeks. Show them a graphic with their personalized information saying, this is how we're going to adapt ourselves to you uh, to help you reach your goals. And so paywall after onboarding is also very high leverage. But only if you show that you're, uh, that you're modifying your experience to, to, to the customer. Uh, you're, you're almost putting, uh, you're putting your first step forward in, in, uh, in showing them that you can build a personalized experience for them. So you're really adding, it's a way of showing how you add value without actually adding any value just yet. Um, so, so that's the second. And then the third one is paywall on every app open. And uh, it doesn't have to be every single app open. It could be on app open once a week. Um, and I will caveat the metric of the more paywall views you show, the more revenue you make. I will caveat that by saying it's not actually total paywall views. Meaning if you show someone 300 paywall views, it's also it's very annoying to that one user. 
The metric is percentage of installs who see a paywall to begin with. So you start to see diminishing returns after the second or third paywall view per customer. So for example, if they see the paywall three to four times, you can pretty much uh, surmise that they're probably not going to convert. You know what we've seen work really well, though, is a paywall on every app open. But, you know, let's say you have an ads play and you say on that paywall, remove ads. And so when they hit X, you pop them up with an ad. And I think this is a strategy that. that works really well on Android. Yeah. And so that's I think that's what works really well. And that's why I like the paywall on every open. Yes, you might have diminishing returns, but they're knowingly saying no to removing ads. And so I'm then able to then just show you an ad then. I can see that work. I can see that working. Yeah. Okay. Hey, one of the things that you talked about was, and this is a somebody that I talked to, and that's how I first found out about you, Jake, and Superwall. He was like, hey, have you heard of Superwall? I was like, no, I haven't. But you know, <laughs> here's my paywall on Superwall. Let me show it like this there. Then you, you mentioned having a video. So you're like, hey, have a quick little video of what the app does. And this is a teleprompter app that is using Superwall, but he, he uses video as well. And he's found that you know having video on a paywall actually increases conversions. What have you seen on your end in terms of video on a paywall? Yeah, it, it, it almost always works. Um, it works <laughs> when you're that. showing, it works when you're showing the customer what they get out of the app. Because even if they had access to your entire app, they don't even know how to use it. But you don't need to know how to use an app to watch a video to understand what you get out of it. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a very specific time. It's not like really, um, it's not a live action commercial, you know, like you're used to maybe. With the teleprompter, part of using it is actually, you know, looking and recording yourself. So it makes sense to have people in it. Um, but like for, for Fitness AI, what worked for years was just, just a screen recording, go, like, pretty much a slideshow, just running through all the features that we have because people didn't even know we had them and they're not going to find out about it on their first use. Like it. Oh, sorry, Steve, you froze okay. for a bit. The, the next thing I want to, yo, it's my internet and I apologize. Uh, we're all good I now. do not want to delay this anymore. <laughs> I bear with me, man. I'm going to let, no, no, I should just good. let you run the show. <laughs> all right. All good. All good. You should, I should be the guest. You should be the one that's running it. All right, here. So one thing I want to, Flora has a question. Flora says, would like to hear more about the email and push notification strategies that Jake deploys specifically for retention and paywall conversions. This is a great question. Uh, thanks for asking this, Flora. So um, so I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll run through a few different uh, sort of uh, flows and cycles that that you should that you should be doing. So the first is um, email marketing. I find that the most helpful emails you can send in the first 30 days, and I got this tip from uh, Rahul Vora, who who uh, is the founder of uh, Superhuman, the email um, the email uh, app. A great way to get people engaged is every day for the first 30 days, show them a GIF of or a GIF of what's going uh, of a specific feature in your app. And just a few sentences of, hey, this is how you um, swap out exercises in your workout. Happy lifting. And on the bottom, you can have start your free trial. 
Now, if you're sending them an email, it makes the most sense to send them to a web checkout that you could use uh, Stripe and RevenueCat uh, for is the easiest way to set that up. So that's email. Once they are subscribed, it makes sense to also continue these emails just for engagement, but this time deep link to the app. So if they're subscribed, deep link to the app. If they aren't subscribed, uh, open a web checkout uh, view. Second is push notifications. So the way that you think of the way that you should think of push notifications isn't as how do I send a push notification to get people to convert? That's too that's too long of a funnel. To, uh, they're really separate processes. So push notifications are for engagement. Once they're engaged and once they have your app open, then you start monetizing. So your push notifications shouldn't really be, you know. 24 hours left for a sale, you know, you might want to do that on Black Friday and, and uh, you know, Christmas and things like that where you have uh, sale opportunities. But generally, the push notifications should be, you know, check out this new feature we just launched, uh, something proving your value because, because showing how you're valuable to someone will increase their engagement or interest in you. Then once they're inside of your app, you can start working on your actual monetization flow. So when do you show a paywall? What does it say on the paywall? What is your pricing? Uh, what is the design, et cetera. Um, so my, uh, it, in, in, in short, it's think of them as separate processes, but if you're sending emails, definitely try to get them to web checkout if you, if you could uh, justify the engineering to set that up. Jake, I like to bandage uh, the web checkout solution and just put a Stripe page out and then figure out how to like tie in the user and on the back end <laughs> and all that stuff stuff so yes i agree with you we that was our whole panel yesterday at mgs was all web checkout and and the performance of email and how you can really a b test a lot when it comes to pricing and discounts through email and web checkout mm -hmm. as well I'm looking through some of these comments right now. Again, it's it is good. what it is. I can't. <laughs> it is what it is. Apps for parents. Hi, Steve. Thanks for doing all you do for the indie app community. Extremely helpful. You're welcome. I'm trying my best. <laughs> and then Amir, somebody at a question about a paywall and i think that is the best type of thing that we can talk about what is a paywall so uh let me get to it amir come on what is what is a heart what is a paywall jake how would you describe a paywall a paywall is a, is a page where in in just one screen you want to uh, convey enough value to the customer uh in which they could purchase on that same page so it's a checkout it's a checkout page it's sort of like, uh, well, on web, you have, you know, on, on Amazon, you, you have to add a product to your cart, and then you go and you check out on your cart. And apps, usually the app is the product. So there's just one page that comes up and says, hey, do you want to subscribe for all of these premium features? Jake, I, gotta, I really want your opinion on this too. Ram says, what is your take on hard paywalls? So like essentially no X on the paywall. Yeah, so... Um, whether it's worth it is a little bit hard to compute. So what you're really looking for, let's say, let's say you have a, uh, a soft paywall. In that, if that's the case, a user might convert when they first download the app, 
they might convert within the first day or the first month or the first year. And what, you, what you're missing out on with the hard paywall is those later conversions that happen after the first install, right? Because they're not going to keep coming back if you have a hard paywall. They're not going to be able to do anything. So what you really need to do is look at your install to paywall conversion rate over the course of a, an entire customer's lifetime. So maybe call it 30 days. So on day one, you know, your install to trial rate might only be 8%. But if you increase the funnel time to like 30 days, it might be 11%. And so if you run a hard paywall test, you might see that 9% convert, which is higher than 8, but it's lower than that 11 after 30 days. So I would, I would mm. look at how long it takes majority of your customers to convert. And maybe at 30 days, you know, people just stop converting altogether. And that's 11%. So just make sure when you're running your hard paywall test that you're comparing it to that number and not to your day one number. Uh, but but I see it work a lot. You know, my take I is it work a lot. Yeah, my take is especially if you're just getting going, like if you're under a thousand dollars a month, try hard paywall. It does work pretty yeah, well. Absolutely. And so try it out first, and then eventually get more sophisticated, like Jake said too. All right, bear with me, everybody. Yash, how's it going? And then. meditation would love to hear when we can expect android and react react native support oh for superwall so there's actually a yeah. a community built package uh for react native but it only works for ios um if you search i think it's on our github they transfer the project to us um and android is coming uh either this quarter or next quarter so hopefully soon. And then once Android is built out, I think we're going to, uh, we have a little bit of thinking to do on if we're going to build React Native. We'll probably build a React Native uh, package from, scrap, uh, from scratch um, instead of porting. Uh, but yeah. So I would say Q2 latest for Android and hopefully this year for React Native and Flutter. Uh, and then after that, we would likely do Unity. Um, so Apps for Parents actually has another question here. Uh, so Jay, question about paywall. Some apps create two or more subscriptions for the same content and duration, but with different prices. Then they show the cheaper option in the app as a limited time offer, showing the more expensive as a strike through. This is misleading for the user because in fact, it is not a limited time offer and the user can go to the device settings and always choose any subscription they like. Is that practice allowed? So. That practice is totally allowed. Um, it's really what it is, is it's a quick way to determine if setting this up is actually worth it. Um, and building a sense of urgency is a very good way to get somebody to convert. You're definitely backing them into a decision, but the entire retail industry does this with you know limited time sale offers and consumers are very used to it. Uh, so I think it's totally fair game to show uh, a, a more expensive price with a strike through um, and showing the cheaper prices, the limited time offer. And if uh, customers complain, you can always put them in different subscription groups, but yeah, less than one in 10,000 users end up complaining about a cheaper price or what, or whatnot like that. Yeah. All right. Hot spotted now. I'm on my phone. Oh, cool. <laughs> Hopefully it's better. <laughs> it feels better already. The, okay, yeah. Cool. And I've seen even like, 
doing urgencies. One person who went from two fifty a month to a thousand dollars a month, Jake, he had this like at the bottom, like this is a very limited offer. Yeah, a thousand you took only fifteen downloads too. And he he has this little like timer set as well. And so I've seen those timers. You know, you want to add some urgency. If you read Influence by Robert Cialdini, urgency is one of the factors that pushes people to finally convert. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jake, on the note of what you said in the very beginning, the what you said was like, look, in the end, you have to make a good product. And the way I've been thinking about things is that the trial conversion rate is your paywall optimization, whereas your trial to sub rate is how good your product is. What do you think about Absolutely. that? Yeah, I totally agree. Your um, What was your first uh, analogy? Your install to trial rate is what? Is how good your paywall it is. is. Totally. So if you, is your paywall good? Is your onboarding good? That trial to conversion, that install to trial, that is the paywall. Marketing, right? Product is trial to actual paying customer. Yeah, so I I would expand the first portion of it. So I always say that your install to trial is it's 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 a it's a a signal to how important how big your problem is, how big the problem you're solving for is, right? So mm. at first glance, will this uh, product solve this problem for me? Because for the worst problems, they don't even care what's on the paywall, right? Um, Yes. So yeah. So I, I think as uh, install to trial is how big of a problem this is for the user. Trial to paid is, of course, how good your solution is. Yeah, I love that. Okay, good. I wanted your feedback on that because that was just what I've been saying. <laughs> I want to make sure I'm saying the right thing. What's up, Ricardo? I'm back. The internet should be good. Luke is here. Joe, look, a client of mine said put fifty on black. If I win, I pay for lunch. If I lose, he pays for lunch. Guess what, Joe? I won. So 50 on black. We won. And that's the only time I gambled. I'm not a gambler. Waruna, how's it going? Kevin's here. We got a lot of people here, man. I think this is the largest audience we've had. Rudy and then Marwan. You went through some of these questions, yeah? Steven says, I battled with feeling too aggressive on showing the paywall as part of the onboarding. But once I finally did it, not only did my revenue increase, my retention increased as well as they were more committed. Go effing figure, Jake. Yeah, this always happens. This always happens. And Jake, Um, I saw it with a client that has like a million downloads a month. When they started showing the paywall during the onboarding, because their main objective was to increase the retention. Well, when they showed the paywall during the onboarding, they actually saw an increase in revenue and consequently an increase in retention as well. So th- this happens a lot with uh, fitness because somebody will start the trial if they agree that the problem is real, right? So, you know, mm. they want to look better or they want to feel better or they want to hit the gym more. That problem is very real. They download your app and by making them start the trial, you're forcing the customer to put their money where their mouth is. So I would think yeah. that someone who paid for a gym membership is more likely to go to the gym than someone who didn't. That said, people really, I think only 20% of, uh, only 20% of people who have a gym membership go on a regular basis. Uh, mm. So, yeah, so it's, it, it's very industry uh, specific on if paying inc- increases retention or not. All right, guys, I want to show off Jake's company as well, superwall.com. Look, it's a, well, how would you describe it? Paywall builder. Yes, you, you guys have some analytics too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This this homepage isn't even um, 
it's not even up to date. We have we have uh, we've released so much since we launched this first version. So uh, what Superwall does is it lets you remotely iterate and control every aspect of your mm. paywall, um, the paywall's design, what your pricing is, where the paywall shows up, who it shows up to. It lets you manage all of these things remotely. Um, our UX is very, very important to us. So uh, hundreds of apps use Superwall. Um, we service over 1 billion end users. So 1 billion uh, profiles uh, in apps all over the, uh, the app store rely on uh, Superwall to, to check out. Uh, and, and that's something we take pride in. So, uh, yeah, I think it speaks testament to how important the problem is. Uh, it's yeah. so frustrating that you sometimes you have to go through app review just to launch a simple paywall experiment or that you, uh, you know, spend so much time recruiting a developer to help you and they're just stuck building your paywall. And it's just, it's not fun for anyone except for us. It's fun for us. So, <laughs> so check it out. <laughs> oh, that is so true, man. Hey, the other thing I want to share was you have this other site that you guys should go check out and it is called paywallscreens.com. So if you're looking for some inspiration on that as well, go check it out and I'll pull it up right now. Yeah, we took, we downloaded, um, I think it's 8,300 apps and found the paywall in 8,300 apps. We took a screenshot and we posted it, it on a website so that everyone can see what everyone else is doing and learn from each other. And that's really what, that's my favorite part of this, of this gig is I get to mm -hmm. see what all the smartest people in the world are, are doing to, to uh, make more money on their apps. And what we do is uh, we try to, you know, democratize the entire industry by bringing the best templates and, and uh, learnings from each corner of the app store and servicing it to, to, to everyone, especially indie developers. Bro. Okay. I got a question for you. And I had this debate at dinner yesterday, and this is a question and I want to get your take on this. So Calm, Headspace, they're all been promoting yearly. And I think it's, it speaks volume. Like we all know, like sometimes weekly does better from an LTV perspective. So mostly yearly is probably, you know, for most cases, probably going to have the highest LTV. But in you, if you feel free to disagree. So is it a good option? Is it good to show three premium plans in a single paywall or what Calm and Headspace are doing, just showing the yearly and being like, that's all the options you got? What are your, what's your take on this? So conversion rates go up the more products you have, but usually LTV goes down the more products you have. Um, and there, there's a, there's an article I wrote where I pulled uh, data from all the top, I think 20 apps on Superwall. Uh, so superwall.com slash blog, and you'll see this with all the data. So um, one product, I think, I, got I think two products performs 60% better than one product. So if you have a, um, a, I think that was the number you got to check. I don't yeah, know. I got it. But usually I'll more, it more products increases the conversion rate. However, um, you'll have less people doing your highest LTV product, right? So that's sort of, yeah. So there it is. So these are the top, um, these are the top 15 apps and they all ran tests where there were one, two or three products. And just by looking at it, you can see that like two products is usually better than the one product. Got it. So these um, are conversion three, rates, this one app, two products versus three, three, one, and then one, two, and three, three, one. But then I guess your LTV might suffer. Oh yeah. It was like 60%. Here? Yeah. So your LTV suffers. Sorry, because, where do you want me to start? 
Oh no, no, all good. Yeah, that that chart is fine to 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 see okay. too. So, so essentially, when so okay, wait. First of all, it's worth noting three products don't mean three separate products. They're three different prices, right? So it's like yes. weekly, monthly, annual, or whatever lifetime, all that. Now it makes sense that conversion rate goes up because you're offering more options to someone who is you know maybe a little iffy about converting. So there's more of a price for everyone. Now the issue is. You have people who would have converted at your annual price and paid all this up front, but now they're just going to stick to their cheaper monthly price uh, because why not pay a month and just kind of see how it goes then maybe up, uh, subscribe to the annual later. So that's what I mean by you lose out on LTV. Instead of mm. having five people paying you 100, you might have three people paying you 100, three people paying you 20, and three people paying you five. Um, and most time, it's really hard to beat an annual LTV. If the if the annual price is half the annualized revenue of a monthly. So what I mean what I mean by that is if if your monthly is 10 bucks a month and you made that you ran a test against $60 a year because 10 times 12 is 120. So annual is essentially 50% off. It's really really hard for that monthly product to beat the annual and if your retention is so strong that your monthly is beating the annual, then I say stick with monthly. It's just so hard to actually do that. Uh, mm -hmm. So we find a lot of people moving towards annual. And then there's also the time value of money and what your opportunity cost is with your money. So yeah. most, you know, some of these bigger apps, they're investing money into the into growth all the time. And so their growth is limited by how much cash they actually have on hand. So to them, it might even be worth taking a haircut on LTV by selling annuals just so that they could spend more on marketing that month, uh, which will mm. then be more growth and, and, and stuff like that. You know what, Jake? You know, I love this. And I, I was going to do it because I totally disagreed with them. It's like just because Calm and Headspace are doing it, the big guys are doing something, it does not mean that it works, that it's more effective. I'm like, just they don't, they're not thinking, you know, they're just so big that it, you know, maybe some of the changes they're making, or maybe just they don't pay attention to any of this. So I really wanted to do this on my own app because we do have three options, right? We have a monthly, we have a semi, you know, six month. And then we have a yearly and the six month is about $10 less than the yearly. So it's complete decoy and nobody buys that. All right. And the monthly mm -hmm. does not have a trial. So to your point, yes, I'm going to suffer an LTV, but I'm going to make it up by the fact that I'm not going to force you to do it. You, you either have to decide if you want the trial, you got to opt in for the yearly. And to your earlier point, like, is this a real need, right? Like, are you that trial install the trial is there a real need and if the bigger it is there's you know the higher it is there's a real need to it we are seeing that and so i've been saying like hey if you're going to launch an app well let me close the loop on this i i believe i strongly believe and i'll fight anybody that three <laughs> is the best option and from an ltv perspective i don't care what the hell it is because there's the desired option i want you to take there's a decoy one and then there is like the cheap one or whatever, the throwaway, mm -hmm. right? So that's how I see it. And that's why I like the three, because then I have that third one as a decoy to get you into the one that I, that I want you to do. The decoy, the decoy one is a good idea. I've, I, I've only been, I've worked closely with one customer that did this deco mm -hmm. decoy thing. Um, and it didn't work that well for them, but I will say that their retention was so strong that their monthly 
but they were doing uh, 20 bucks a month and that was their highest LTV product. So that's always different. Yeah. You know, if you're really, really, if you have a really, really good product, your paywall almost matters uh, less. Um, yeah, it's true. It's like Netflix. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why Netflix, Netflix and any yeah. of these streamings, they don't have any yearly options. It's all monthly. Yeah, because you know what I mean? it so doesn't, like, people won't convert anyway. People won't churn anyway. So you may as well just yeah. maximize for LTV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it is worth testing. But famously, famously, Amazon always did Prime as yearly. Yeah, right. Right. So, but, but yeah. why? And it's because they would, they would, they would famously always reinvest in growth. They never cared about profits. They wanted more money up front so they can reinvest more in growth in the short term. And so to me, it makes sense that they did annual. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I think we broke it down. All right. I like it. Uh, Sebastian, how's it going, brother? In general, <laughs> are positive user reviews displayed on paywalls? Do they help with increasing conversions? Like having some testimonials on your paywall? I've never proven it with data, but oh, actually, um, in in uh, in I know that in Japan and in Korea, it 100% increases conversions. Um, no way. In the states, I'm thinking of a few examples where it was like kind of indifferent. It didn't really benefit or or take it away. Um, but from just my classic understanding of marketing and upsells, um, you're de-risking someone else's purchase by showing them social proof. So I would say it's a good practice to include it if you can. Yeah. It's like marketing 101. Yeah. Uh, it's like some things we don't need to test. <laughs> <laughs> Flora says, what, what about sharing and referral strategies have you used that have been helpful? For example, Calm offers a one-month trial bonus for any user you refer. Curious to hear what your thoughts on referral strategies. Dude, me too, because I've been working hard <laughs> on this. Yeah, so I, I personally haven't done one that has been successful. Um, just thinking back, the most successful companies that ever did refer uh, Robinhood, I think, is the most famous, uh, where they had a uh, they had a wait list, and the more people you referred, you jumped up the wait list. Um, yeah. Uber did one with get five bucks. Um, Dropbox. It's a little tough That's with a famous one. Which one? Dropbox, you know, you get in the early days. Right? Oh, right. Yeah. One gigabyte or whatever. Yeah. Free. yeah. Yeah. If you get a referral. Yeah, so, I think, you know, sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, if you nail it, it's wildly successful. It's just so fucking right. hard to nail it. Um, it and is. I personally have never been able to. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm asking that question, too. Well, I don't know the mechanics of how is. it would work with a subscription app is what I'm saying. Here's my take on it is the... One, you need users. So stop thinking about a referral program if you don't have users at scale. Uh, it just won't matter, right? And I put this presentation together where Calm, you know, after every meditation, they have this quote. And I was like, how many people are sharing that, right? And so I just looked up Daily Calm on Instagram. There's a shitload of people sharing that, right? And so when I, my take on referrals is, one, the best referral programs are ones where both parties win. Jake, I refer you. You get something. Right. And then I get something. So it's intent. The other one is make your customers look good. A simple one that I saw, I use zero, this fasting, intermittent fasting app. And then they used to do this, but don't do this anymore. But they used to send out a weekly email saying, Steve, you fasted for this many hours last week. And then they had this big button that said, tweet it. And I have a slide for this, but I tweeted it. 
And then I wanted to see, it said like fasting with zero hashtag, right? So I looked <laughs> up that hashtag. There were tons of tweets on there. So nice. like, I think those are things where you can start implementing Flora. Those are simple things. How do you make your users look good? They were, they'll promote themselves because they, it looks good, makes me look good. And so hopefully you get some leverage out of that. All right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> somebody's telling me about steve try starlink <laughs> all right i appreciate your your feedback on my internet i apologize all right same question oh bro you got a lot of questions about ionic i don't even know this capacitor. ionic capacitor i hope i think we need to raise more money before we hit ionic honestly it might take a while um <laughs> uh so Soha says credit goes to Steve because Steve, we met Jake. Well, <laughs> hey man, Jake's a really good guy. So I'm, I'm sure it goes vice versa. All right, man, we got a lot of questions for you, dude. Two questions. Do I need to submit an update to Apple whenever I change pricing? Does Superwall work with RevenueCat? Superwall works very well with RevenueCat. As a matter of fact, RevenueCat invested inside in Superwall. Um, oh, so nice. we're, we're sort of, we're, we're tied at the hip. Um, and so, you need to submit a new product with Apple. Uh, well, okay, actually, I'll caveat this. What you can do, okay, so if you want a new SKU, so like if you want a new product with an actual new SKU, you have to go through Apple and, and submit the product um, for review. They're very easy to get approved. Um, yeah. Now, you can change the price of a product without going through App Review. So what a, what, what mm -hmm. a good amount of people do is they'll create shell products, you know, three bucks every week, four bucks every month, just create them just to have them. And then when they want to run a real experiment, just so that they have the freedom, they take that product and they change the pricing because it has no subscribers anyway, it's not listed. And um, then it becomes immediately available within 24 hours. Now, once that product is approved, if you're using Superwall, you don't need to do anything to, uh, launch a you know a, a change to your paywall once the product is approved you can do it from uh from your underwear on your sofa if you wanted to so <laughs> don't tempt me bro don't tempt me <laughs> <laughs> all right i like it all right let's get into i gotta say this kelvin says i'm a super wall user i'm testing 3.0 it's very very good oh wow then shout out to to yusuf yusuf is our um our ios wizard who's been laboring away at 3.0. And for the first time, his, his, uh, he's contributed more code to me uh, than me in, in, the, in the SDK. So, so hats off to Yusuf on, on 3.0. All right. Hey, do I have to ask, how are you on time? Like, do you have a little, can we go a little bit over? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. We can. try to end. Okay, cool. Rudy says, no common user ever clicks on subscriptions and settings. Yeah, do not hide it. Correct. Put it on your main page. And then they hardly know how to cancel a subscription as well. Yes, truth. we get it. Yeah. We get a lot of feedback. All right, let's ask one more question. Eric says, I make iOS games. What kind of games have done well with Superwall slash subscriptions and or any suggestions about this? Um, I know word games do well with subscriptions because word games is a very, they're very, um, it's a very daily habitual, you know, you wake up and you do the crossword or you do the crossword every weekend. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I really play very little games, so I can't speak to the subject that much. Dude, you hit it on the <laughs> head though. Word game. It is true. <laughs> yeah, we work games. with a couple of different clients, you know, crossword app. We got a word trivia 
they're all subscription. They're doing pretty decently. And I would say decently is above 10 grand a month. So, nice. you know, I would say word games and that's how you do it. Same philosophy applies onboarding paywall, long paywall, all that jazz works. All right. We'll get hit Sebastian. And then we'll get into the app audits. Sebastian says, hi, Jake, what are your thoughts on including a lifetime offer on a paywall with a much higher price? Yeah, this is a really good question. So the way to, okay, let's say you have an annual product and you have a monthly product and your app has been around for a few years. You might look at, you might do some crazy hard math and realize that your LTV is $199. And so because of that, you decide to charge a one-time, one-time offer for 199 bucks. You might think that that, is a huge win if the conversion rate is the same or, you know, yeah, you don't care if somebody does, uh, if somebody's willing you to pay upfront what your LTV is anyway, then why not offer them? Why not give them the, the opportunity to, but what, what most people don't realize is that your LTV is an average. So your LTV isn't actually $199 for some customers it's 99. And for some customers it's 399, it's 499, it's $600 if they're really sticking with you. And so by offering that lifetime offer, I would bet that the only people willing to pay $199 upfront are the ones who would have paid you $299, $399 over the course of a few years. So I would bet that if you offered LTV at $199, you're capping what your LTV is for those customers. So naturally, your average LTV for the rest of the customers will go down. Um, but that said, if your opportunity cost is so high, such that it's so worth it for you to have this extra money up front, then it's 100% the, uh, the move. And Calm and Headspace have always done lifetime. And honestly, their teams are so advanced. I'm pretty comfortable saying that there's definitely a case for doing lifetime if they're, if they're doing it. Yeah. So it's, it's a hard math problem at the end of the day. It is. So I'll, I'll say two things. One, I think it depends on the locale, like the geography, your demographic, because what my German clients have told me is certain regions of the world do not want to pay subscription. They're happy to fork over a lifetime offer. And so keep that in mind, Sebastian, as you think about it, don't, you know, I'm trying not to be so us centric. And then secondly, the way I signed up for the calm lifetime is, was through email, Jake, through a web mm. checkout too. They got anyway, their money's worth I, with you. <laughs> bro. I think they were very intelligent <laughs> because my one year was about to be up. And then they hit me with a seven day so 50% off sale on their annual, on their lifetime saying, do you want to save 50% off? It's seven day offer. And guess what? I bought on the last day, right? So, so smart, Jake, between you and me and everybody watching, it might have been a day after the last day too, but it still <laughs> worked. But anyways, yes, that's how I would do it too. Think about like just the LTV of a user. I have one client who has like, 80% from one first year to second year. So maybe that doesn't make sense. You know, if the retention is that high, maybe it doesn't need, you don't need to do it. But I think if For you're, that, maybe localization is where it comes into play. 80% from year one to year two probably means they're also charging maybe too little. Do you know what they, what they charge? Dude, we tried this. Okay. So they charge 20 uh -huh. bucks a year and I tried increasing to 30. When I looked at the data, 30 is performing worse than 20. Cause I was like, dude, we just need to charge more. That's how we make more money. And then it just wasn't working from just getting overall. Interesting. Installed. Maybe try, I would try drastic increases also like 60 a year, 90 a year. Really? Really? Yeah. See what happens. Well, 
the market is around 25 to maybe I 30 see. is the cap. Yeah. So the, there's I a see. big player in the space and they're charging. They went from 20 to 25 and they've kept it at there. So we're okay. trying to be careful. But I agree with you. If you can charge more, you make more with less. So, and that's always good. All right, let's get into some of the app audits. Oh, Jake, I like to start off every app audit with, and we only have one round, so make it good <laughs> with some dad jokes. All right, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Let me find my sound effects. You go first. All. all right, I don't have them all. And these, this space, I didn't plug them in. Okay, so I'll just go. Da-doosh. All right, my friend, let's see. Uh, Jake, how do computers get drunk? How do they? They take screenshots. <laughs> All right. Your turn, my friend. That was great. Mine mine is an original and it might it might piss off around half <laughs> the people watching this, but but here is mine, okay? Why does everyone finally launch an Android app? Wait, wait what is why does everyone what? Why does everyone finally eventually launch an Android app? Why? To prove that it wouldn't have made money anyway. <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's why I fetched a dad joke, Teddy, Android developer, which is, a, I guess, a, just my luck, a perfect segue into the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Jake and I went back and forth because we we're like, should we talk about Android? Full disclosure, we don't feel that confident from Android is a hard, hard platform it's to hard. make money on. And so, but I still wanted to do it. I was like, Jake, just let's try it. You're the best guy for this. And I really want to like brainstorm with you on these ideas because I want to get better at it as well. But if you sure. thought Jake's joke was better, put J in the comments. And if you thought my joke was better, <laughs> put S in the comments and we'll, we'll, I'll have to put 20 on red. Okay. For you. For you, Joe. All right, let's take a look at his app. So Shake Light. So I think this is a flashlight app from back in the days when this was popular. Yeah, it looks like it was a flash. It is a flashlight app. This is a free flashlight app. Easily use your flashlight, blah, 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 with a shake of your phone. So pretty cool. Pretty cool idea. Uh, let me look. Let me read through his question real quick. He says, uh, who is this? Ju- one ma, one ma. I would like to focus on how to increase revenues. I already got a pretty successful app in terms of downloads, ratings, and active users. 600,000 downloads, five, wow. 50,000 active users, and you know, good rating that we saw. But my revenue is pretty low, about 200 to 300 USD. The app is a flashlight app that turns on when the user shakes the phone. So I don't expect it to become a millionaire with that. Would be great advice from you to at least have the best figuration in AdMob. Okay, so they want to talk about ads too. So that's God, why I picked are they, it. I like, all right, Jake. Do we know if they're here with us today? So let's see. Jumu, or what did I say his name? Uh, Wanma, are you here? <laughs> let's see if he... You know, I have such, so tough. I have such, I have such little ad mob experience, but um, the way I would do it is I would think... I know that ad mob, everything goes off of, uh, you know, your CPM, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So if... If you have a CPM of 10 bucks, that means that for every thousand ads you show, you make $10, which means that for every, um, every hundred ads you show, you make $1 for every one ad you show, you make a penny. So in my mind, I need to think, could I show a paywall instead of an ad 
at a certain moment that would on average make me more than a penny because uh, mm -hmm. what you're losing out on is a penny, right? So that's the game I would be playing. Uh, your, your app has a ton of users, so you'd probably, um, yeah, well, okay. First of all, it's very competitive. I would think it's a very competitive space unless there's like a very specific problem in someone's life where they need to be able to shake their phone to open the flashlight. Oh, nice. That's cool. It worked. So if that's, if that's solving a very specific need for someone and they're willing to pay for it um, and there are low competitors, then obviously try charging a little more. Otherwise, you might have to charge a little less. Um, but I think a good paywall moment would probably be like, um, like shake the phone once, flashlight goes on, shake the phone again, flashlight goes off. Uh, but maybe mm -hmm. instead of showing the flashlight immediately, uh, it like blinks the flashlight a few times and, and, and the phone vibrates a ton. And you're like, whoa, what the hell happened? And then you see the paywall come up. Um, yeah. That might be a good, a good moment to do it. I mean, it's tough because the app, I don't like, look, I close the app, right? Like, or let's see, let's see if I, I'm going to take the app out and then let's see what happens. So I'm going to lock my phone and then I'm just going to shake it. So it turns on. So there's oh, no need for me to go back into the app. Can't turn it off now. Oh, there you go. So you in know? that case, so, you know, it's, it seems pretty useful. Yeah, it does seem pretty useful. I agree with you, dude. I think what I would do is, and I have a case study and I wasn't confident in this either, Jake, but we helped a client make 400% more revenues. It went from like, I don't know, close to a thousand dollars a month with ads. And the way I would do this because it's an Android app, one more, yeah, one more is do an onboarding, proper onboarding, put the just like Jake said, put a little video, just like showing, showing somebody doing the shaking. You can literally use my video if you want. And then put a paywall and put remove ads. If they hit X, show them a reward, show them reward a video. Right now, you are only showing banner ads, which, you know, you're not going to make that much money. And then because of the nature of the app, like, don't let it run in the background, you know, give them a reason to make them pay. You're making it too convenient mm -hmm. for me not to pay you. So if you want to run the background, subscribe or watch an ad. And if you're on Android, maybe nobody wants to pay you. So let them watch an ad, right? Hey, run this in the background or yeah, maybe you have to subscribe, but don't let, don't make it so easy for people to not pay you. Cause if I don't have to pay you, guess what? I'm never going to pay you. And right now you make it so easy for them to not pay you. So I would try that video ads. Okay. All right. Uh, Rudy said, me shaking. No, Rudy, I don't think that shaking my phone is a system behavior. I had to allow the app to run in the background right here. So that's what I did, mm. but you guys didn't see it, but I let it run in the background. And so I can press this button and then force people like this is a cool feature. Like, I think this is handy, but yeah, like if you're in the dark, you know, you don't want to fiddle with your phone. You just kind of shake it, turn it on. It seems, it seems very useful. It also seems like very specific people, maybe with specific jobs might really need something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. I like this. And I like this share. I mean, that's what I thought to the earlier point of like referral, just have a little share button. You never know what's going to happen quick to implement just F and do it because why the heck not? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, now you're showing this. But show the paywall. Show something that says remove ads. And if you don't want to remove ads, well, guess what? I'm going to show you a paywall. So, all right. 
Juan Ma, keep me keep me posted, man, because I'm really Jake and I are very much fascinated about this Android space and how we make more money. Jake, I've got a client that I'm working with right now to see if we can make more money from Android subscriptions because they're huge in Android. So we'll see how it goes. For sure. All right. All right, man. Uh, Ricardo said S. I'm laughing my <laughs> ass off. But Ricardo gave me the vote. But okay, you might be giving you the vote. Jake, Jake, that's two. Let's say two, two, three, 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 <laughs> four for Jake, five. All right, I lost. I lost. All right, that was a really good joke. People, people like that one. All right. <laughs> Steven asked, do you have any good stories or learnings about apps testing different price points at scale? Oh, yeah, tons. Um, Honestly, my most, my biggest learning, and it's not going to be helpful, is that it is so underrated how hard the math is uh, to figure out which price works best. Um, so many things happen. Like you absolutely cannot run, you know, one test in June and another test in July. Everything that you're not comparing apples to apples anymore. Um, and then also, you know, sometimes one product wins, but then the other product wins uh, six months later. But then after a year, it's actually the first product that wins. Uh, so the best way that the best format that I've come up with is choose a month, any random month. It doesn't matter. Um, and you need to make sure that all of your paywalls are identical besides this pricing. Everything needs to be exactly the same when you show a pay when you show the paywall, everything. You also need to make sure that you're running no promotions in that month, no emails in that month. Everything needs to be incredibly constant and as, as simple as possible. And the way that I think about it is these things take a long time to reveal. You need, to, you, need, you need maybe six months to a year of data, especially if you're working with weekly and monthly. And to me, that's very analogous to like, well, I have two trees and I want to see which one is going to grow higher. Right. So the way I think about it is like you're going to choose a month. Let's say it's November. And throughout all of November, no matter what the data shows, I'm going to run these 10 different experiments. So I'm going to run 10 different products all together. And I think of it as planting seeds. And then come December, go right back to your normal pricing. And then every six months, reference that initial November again and kind of see which tree is, 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 is at the highest. Um, and, and that's like, I think, a pretty good way of doing it. And if you make sure that there are equal people who saw the paywall, your math is very simple. You're just looking at which cohort is generating the most revenue. Um, I like it, man. So yeah, that is, I think, the simplest way to do it. All right, we'll go quick on these questions. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Irfan says, should we offer first paywall with trials or without trial or one option or multiple options like monthly, weekly? What's the best practices for offering different products on the paywall? Yeah, with, uh, with so, trial, best, trial. so you, what you, what you want to do is no matter what, what stage you're at, you want to optimize for running as many tests as possible. And when you're first starting out, you have very little users and you don't want to have, you don't want to be carrying this weight of, I need this trial to, to run out, to be able to see which one did better. So usually what I think is best is just start off with no trial. Um, obviously if it's not working, you switch the trial. But when I say start off, I really mean just your first month. Just your first month, mm. maybe run a test and just to gut feel or, or choose a competitor's price. Uh, just figure out what works best uh, right now. Then you want to test that price versus three day trial versus seven day trial. Let's say you start off with nine ninety nine a month. Um, 
or sorry, let's say you start off with a hundred bucks a year um, and only a few percent of people are converting. Mm-hmm. Um, I would assume usually that, uh, hmm, actually, yeah, you want to play with it. Like, like if, if you have a trial, if you have a hundred dollars a year with a trial, but only 30% of the people are converting, that means that you're really making 30 bucks per user. So you want to test $30 a year versus like $100 a year with a trial. And if $30 a year does the same, then you try it now $40 a year. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, it's not, it's not as straightforward, but in across different categories, some of them win with a trial, some of them win without. Obviously, yeah. without the trial probably means that you're solving a bigger problem for someone's life uh, because they're willing to yeah. pay immediately for it. Um, so, yeah. We have a case study with an app that has an invoice maker. And so you guys can see the paywalls, but we did launch without trials. Essentially, this is A. And then B, we added a seven-day trial on the yearly and a three-day trial on the monthly. And we were, you know, the the developer was like, look, you get three invoices for free. So why the hell am I buying? Why should I put a trial in? But here's what one, we saw a 420% increase in actual sales. Look, it's not a lot but this is actual sales, right? So we went from one to two a month in terms of conversions to one to two, you know, a day now. And the app wasn't getting that many downloads. So I do think that because most people are buying during the onboarding process, that trials are necessary. And I like to mess around with the trials to try to get people. Now I didn't, we didn't see for this one, we didn't see, I'm hope I was hoping for another app. We saw like an 80, 20, like a 90, 10 split. Like everybody was buying the yearly for this app, like mm-hmm. we saw maybe a 60 or 40% split. So some people were still buying the monthly. And I think the test after that would have been remove the trial then on the monthly, because then we get, you know, we don't lose, you know what I mean? Like we don't lose that 60% of trials to non-payers. So I do think trials are important. Jake, do you have any opinions on like what trial length has worked the best? Seven, 14, 30? Uh, I think three days, typically the best. I, you'd have to really justify it to me to do anything more than seven days free get facts. Like a 14 day, that. one month free is, is, uh, yeah, no too much. Yeah, it's too much. All right. But I, but yeah. I, I know of a bunch of apps where no trial did much better than trial. So it, it's, okay. it's, you really need to test it. Yeah. All right. I like it. Can you say what category of apps without trial? Um, one of them was, well, okay. So it's less about the category and it's more about if it's freemium. So if your app is already like, if you could already mm. use so much of the app for free, they, they already yeah, yeah. build that trust. They're a retained user. And so there's no point asking for a trial. They're going to convert if they're, if they're willing yeah. to pay anyway. So that's what it has. Well, one, thought, one thought I had too, because you know, all these chat GPT apps, you can't give a trial. There's just too much cost, too much liability, because you have no idea how much they're going to use it if they you give them a trial. But like one thought I had was, so take that aside, but if you, your app has high usage, consider trial during the onboarding, but past the onboarding, no more because you yep. get them using the app and maybe you're not as aggressive in the trial stuff. That's how I would probably try to balance out, test out, right? Like, I don't know if I'm right, yep. but I would test it. All right. Ram says with Superall, have you found certain types of paywall styles convert better? I don't know what styles, but so I'll let you answer there's that. some things that almost every Superall paywall has in common, and that's our purchase button at the bottom and like purchase drawer. So one mm-hmm. thing that always like always does better is no matter how long the paywall is, but you're scrolling, there's always a floating mm-hmm. purchase button. 
Uh, you want that button to be most likely the only colored, solidly colored item on the paywall. So you don't want mm. random colors popping out everywhere. Um, and people have tried things like multi-page paywalls. It's like, you know how Apple has very strict guidelines on, you know, the price must be the biggest uh, thing on the page. So what they'll actually do is they'll show like a precursor to the paywall, which is like, start your free trial. Are you down? Like, yeah. And it's like claim free trial, but then that takes you to the real paywall that shows the pricing, which is interesting, but I haven't seen that that works better per se, Uh, but that's kind of like a hot topic that people are testing. And then another thing that people are testing is like this checkbox that adds a free trial. It's like an Mm, opt-in free trial. I see that. Um, very interesting. I haven't seen, I don't think like we don't really support it so easily. So it's, it's hard to pull off. So we haven't been able to collect enough data on seeing if that actually works, but it's super interesting to me. Um, and then I know for a few people, what works really well is the pay what you want slider. Mm. Um, and what they do is they start at like $2 a month and go up to like $10 a month. And uh, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Uh, the, the human psychology at play that makes that the winner. Um, but I know that like uh, Noom did that at some point. Um, and yeah, t- tons of different apps have tried that. So that's another cool thing like to try. Soha says, should we show paywall at the opening of the app, meaning app starting? Yes. Okay. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Calvin, Superwall is amazing. <laughs> uh, thanks paywall for all screens is really cool for inspiration. So it's really cool. All right. Do you have any good stories? Uh, oh yeah, we already talked about that. And then Ram says, have you noticed if paywalls behave different on phones versus tablets. I know the design has yes. got to be different. Yeah. yeah. We've seen certain, uh, one of our apps and now it's more in the kids space. It perform it converts way better on tablets. And so we're figuring out a way to scale the iPad downloads, but we know we can look at the data. We get less downloads on iPad, but we get way more conversions on iPad. Interesting. Do you have any real life stats on running trials versus not? I think we covered that unless you have anything more to add. Oh, so what type Japan of Korea, Yeah, you want to show tons of social proof. I, I, it's to my understanding that consumers in those regions don't buy anything unless there's clear social proof. Uh, so that that I think speaks more to the culture of those countries, which I know nothing about, obviously. But but I have seen experiments run in those countries, and the winners had like very dense uh, social proof all over the page, like almost like as pack as much reviews as you possibly can on the page, and that one did better. But then they tried that in a Western com- uh, country, and it was, like, not better at all. Um, mm. so that's interesting. Rudy says, Jake, Jake's joke is so true. I can only agree as a full-time corporate <laughs> Android developer, I had to switch to iOS to actually earn some money. Oh, man. And they're just rubbing it in yeah. now, this my, my audience. <laughs> the Alchemist, Jake, come on. Okay, I already lost, guys. I don't need more Js. I need to go away. All right. Let's take a quick peek at our last app. Oh, let me share this screen. Oh, so if you want us to take, right, we'll get to it. If you want us to take a look at your app, go to appmasters.com slash audit, appmasters.com slash audit. And Luke, we got you, homie, but we're going to keep you waiting. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's share his app. So we got Jeremiah's app, Bells. And can we see this? Oops, my bad. Let me pull this. Bells right here. And it's a kettlebell worker workout trainer. So I picked this app because Jake, you know, you've got, you did fitness AI. So you've got some knowledge in this space. So I thought, heck, why not? We throw it up to Jake here too. Any feedback on him for him right now? Just on the app store presence? 
Let's see. You could probably put some headlines in your uh, screenshots. Um, a great tactic mm -hmm. is to head over to like um, one of the ASO tools and see what keywords so. you rank for and then search that keyword and see what all the screenshots look like and just be as drastically different as possible for maybe your first mm. top two keywords. Um, and I would have big text call outs. Um, so but the... Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious what the deal is here. Yeah, I think some headlines would help too. So it looks like kettlebell, kettlebell. And then I'm going to look at the keyword data for this app. So he's right here. So he's not bad. He is in here. What I would say, Jeremiah, is, you know, put kettlebells in the top. I know you have Iron Revival and that's your brand, but it's already in your developer name. So you might not need it here, but try to fit as much the kettlebell stuff. Because if, if you look at this, we can probably find that kettlebell has the most traffic in terms of search volume when it comes to your particular app. And so, you know, Jake, what we've been talking about before is the more niche you are, the better it is, the higher your conversion trial activation is going to be. And so, you know, like that's why I like to, rather than being like hit workouts, I'd rather be a kettlebell workout and just really build a business totally. off of that than move up channel. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're meeting the customer where their exact problem is. They want a kettlebell app, right? Don't be yeah. like something else. Yeah. Um, but I, I love this approach of, of being very, um, focused and doing it really, really well, becoming known in that space as being the kettlebell app. And then you can sort of branch out to other things. Yeah, um, it looks like this is kettlebell workout. Mm. All right, let's, let's, from an ASO perspective, let's look at Spanish Mexico. Yeah, so Jeremiah, you want to have a different title and subtitle in Spanish Mexico. It's indexed by the US App Store. The US App Store index is now up to 10 different localizations. Look on an app store. They'll tell you exactly what it, they are. But Spanish Mexico has been long true. And then there's Arabic. There's Vietnamese now. There's French, I think. So you can utilize all these localizations to help your U.S. ranking. So if you can't fit kettlebell worker and you're like, I need my brand in the title. Well, then yeah, Spanish Max Mexico title. We're giving up that Great Mexico habit. region, by the way. Yeah. Put kettlebell workout work in there. You know, I've also found that the first bit of keywords are more relevant than the last mm -hmm. bit. So if mm -hmm. you do kettle, comma, bell, comma, workout, that's actually a pretty strong, like 100% match for your first three keywords. So make sure your first three keywords are that in the U.S. Yeah, absolutely. Great point. All right. Let's take a look at his app real quick. Bales. All right, Jeremiah. Uh, what do you think about this? Push notification right on top. Love it. Okay. So again, Jeremiah, no onboarding. You need some onboarding. You have no paywall on this either. You need a paywall. So it's an easy fix. You know what people do? You'll make more money. What people do is paywall and request app notifications right on top of the paywall. That works well. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. We've actually seen like with one client, it was a photo video. When we asked them for access to their photos mm -hmm. and video and then show the paywall, that increased conversions versus my suggestion, I'm happy to be wrong, was flip the two, show the paywall, and then ask for the things I was wrong. And so sometimes asking them 
a little bit, getting them to, it makes sense because you get them to engage a little bit and then they're more likely to convert later on. Maybe, yeah, maybe so Jeremiah, that's all you got to do. Play. Yeah. I don't, I can't even yeah, definitely. see his paywall. I don't even know where to get to it. Like I want to see his paywall. Let me check on his app store. Maybe it's free Does for now. Have? Yeah, no, there's a subscription plan. So he's got annuals like $2,000. I don't, oh no, this is Spanish Mexico. My bad. Oh, <laughs> listen. With this one, I would say a, a super quick onboarding of um, what's your name, where are you working out? Is it at home or at a gym? You know, make them let them put in all of their kettlebells that they have access to. Like check them all off, um, and then yeah. So there, there is a paywall, but it's a fourteen-day trial. trial. Yeah, it's a lot. Hey, have you seen like start free trial? Like what call to action is the best too? Like, is it start, start free trial? Free. Unlock. Try yeah, for free. That's, Try for free. I think the word, so Jake, I have one thing where look like on this page, these bullet points, there's tiny text. So Jeremiah, you want to really redo this paywall. But what we did was at the last two bullets, we added the word free and that was it. That was the only change. And we saw an 11% increase in conversions. So to your point about start, try for free, like having the word free will increase your conversions. So right now, Jeremiah, you don't have a call to action. The 14 day trial is too long and it's way on the bottom. So consider everything we just talked about before hit rewind and from a paywall perspective and the, the pay, the pricing. And you got to show this on onboarding. Like you have to show it. You can't just hide it right here. All right, Jeremiah. Yeah. And keep me posted. How many downloads is this app getting? I don't know. They don't, they don't. He doesn't really say. He just says how to grow my app in a crowded space. That's it. But like with a niche app like this, run Apple search ads, kettlebell. Mm-hmm. They're looking for this. Have some messaging so on exact. your screenshots. Yeah, that say kettlebell. Boom, boom, boom. You're done. Like it's it's exact. It's not. There's not much more that you need to get this going. Oh, he's right here. Thank you. So he can tell you, Jeremiah, you want to share, you can, but that's all you need to do, dude. All right. Let's see. Your font is a good question. He's calling me out. I haven't, I haven't, uh, how's it going with your experiment with film filter? You didn't update the Twitter for a while. I haven't done anything for film filter because work has been so crazy. So I really hope to get back to it soon. Um, but yeah, that, so basically I named it film filter cause that was just available as a, as a keyword. Okay. Um, I learned this is your app? You built a new app? Yeah, yeah, just for fun. I wanted to see okay. how how hard would it be to really start from scratch, not spend money on ads unless I generated revenue from the app and just kind of see. I like um, it. I'm like 20th or 30th. For a short while, I was number five for Film Filter. But Steve, did you know this? This is something I learned. If you create an yeah. app in App Store Connect and just mm-hmm. just like create an app, but don't, um, don't publish it or it. anything. If you change mm-hmm. a yep. name, you're, 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 you could basically park the, the name of the app for free yep. for as long as you like. I had no yep. clue that you could do that. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Why'd you do that? Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Whoops. Yeah, yeah we, we've experienced that too. <laughs> don't filter. I don't know why it isn't coming up. It's, I'm not connected to the internet, but I'll, I'll check it out. Oh, I see. Luke I see. says, yeah, that, does Superwall have any kind of feature to auto test pricing? Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Actually, dynamic pricing too, Jake. Because we get Dynamic higher like, for our app, it's in the sleep sounds space. Higher conversions Monday, Tuesday, really low conversions at the end of the week. So I would love some dynamic pricing 
Um, but yeah, you, you can, you, so sort of what you need to do is set up the prices and then you would uh, have your paywall. You duplicate your paywall four or five times and you choose different prices. And then from Superwall, you can just choose 25%, 25%, 25%, 25%, and just run an ongoing experiment. What we don't do, however, is automatically adjust the weights to uh, be towards the variant that's working. Uh, but Brian is uh, okay. my my brilliant co-founder and CTO, and and he, um, he's been dying to build a, uh, uh, a reinforcement learning uh, model to, to automatically change prices um, based on the customer profile and um, how long it's been since they saw your paywall. Yeah, so I like that. Trying to find film filter. Are you here? Oh, there it is. Yep. Nice. Hard, right? What's your what's your early it's so thoughts? Hard. Yeah, I know. It's just so hard. <laughs> so that's Forgot why we bought an app. I we bought an app because it was ranking well for our keyword and it was just undercharging and we just flipped it. But yeah, I think right now it's so hard. I'm coming up with different ideas that mm -hmm. I probably won't share publicly yet, but like it, you know, to figure this out. All right. I was asking open counts for users. When user first opened the app and let's say open 10, 10 times, first time saw a paywall on 10th, should the different paywall, I guess, to convert? Should we show a different okay, paywall wait. on the 10th one? Yeah, so the more times they see your paywall, the lower their demand is. So what you should do is be decreasing the price based on the number of, number of paywall views. That's a really great thing to do. Usually can increase your revenue by 20%. Nice. Okay. And then we got Jeremiah. We have around 1,000 downloads the past six months. So Jeremiah, I think, I think if you just change those keywords and you change your paywall around, you will figure out something. And then, you know, like once you have that paywall and you've optimized it, just the free downloads you're getting, you're starting to get some conversions, run some Apple search ads because you're not ranking that poorly for kettlebell. You're in the top 10. Unplug. What's up, Susie? Steve, you're the best. I don't know if Susie or Jelena, but thank you guys for showing up. Let's see if we got any more. Got Tattoo Studio Pro says, do you have any tips or best practices for business tools with higher price points? So He's got a tattoo. His app is Tattoo Studio Pro. He helps tattoo studios. So it's a really high wow. price point. But do you have any tips or best practices for like a $200 a year type of product? Yeah. So you're selling to small businesses. Uh, the nice thing yeah, about tattoo selling owners to a too. business. Yeah. So businesses, unlike people, have very simple needs. And it's to make more money. Every business yeah. is the same. Unlike a human. A human, you're, it's far more emotions are at play selling to a person. Yeah. But a business is... Will this help me make more money? So I would focus on um, probably that it pays for itself. Uh, that's my pitch with Superwall always. It's like, if you're not using this to make more money, you're, then something is wrong. Um, and so if you could position yourself as something, you know, like that, um, I think I think that'll probably help. But that comes back to like your messaging inside of the paywall. Um, so like, I would think social proof also matters a ton. Um, so maybe show like... Um, a very well-known, your most well-known customer, maybe what they have to say and how they're using your app to make yeah. uh, more money and be more efficient and have happier customers. Yeah. One thing um, I'm just going to throw an idea here too is I like what you said. So like make more money or save time. I think as businesses, mm -hmm. that's all we want to do. Can you save me time? Because I don't have that time right now because I'm a business owner. Secondly, you might want to try is just put it like, 
schedule a call. Like you never, and I like this strategy, Jake. I like, you know, obviously I need to get on calls with clients before they sign up. But what I'm able to do is then A-B test what messaging and what words I'm using that actually resonate with them. So I'll batch a bunch of calls, right? Totally. I always do calls on Tuesday and Thursday. And I'll say, and I'm like, oh, that worked. And I'll try a different one on a different call. On oh, a different I love call. it. And then, you know, I just understand, oh, if I use this word, this works. If I use this word, it works. So try that too in the very beginning because you're just trying to figure that out what That is such a good idea. Resonate. Maybe, okay. maybe what you could do is on a paywall, show a paywall uh, right on install with like maybe a screen recording or some social proof. But if yeah. they tap X, say, would you like to schedule a free call with us? Yeah. I love that idea. Yeah. And like it would probably pay for itself. You could honestly probably scale that for 500 bucks a year. I always think of it this way. Uh, these phone companies charge 20 to $30 a month and they have phone support. They'll get on the phone to try to like get you to, to buy a higher plan. Um, so I, I, I would guess that like if you're in the 20 to 30 bucks uh, or, uh, you know, 250 to $500 a year, you could probably have a really good um, positive return on a call center or at least phone support. Yeah. All right, Soha says, which ASO tool is most reliable? Sensor Tower, App Tweak, App Follow, App Radar. I personally use App Radar. I'm affiliated with a lot of these things, but that's my honest opinion. I love App Follow for keyword research, but I personally use App Radar for the difficulty score because that's what, for me, it's the most important. As Jake just found out, film filter, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just really hard. You got to find the low difficulty keywords, and App Radar seems to have the, the best one right now. Nice. How would you branch out when you're well-known in a space? Do you, do, you, do you add to the same app or create another app to branch out? So I guess if you have a well-known app, let's say Calm, and they want to branch out. I mean, they, did they kind of do this, right, with Moshi, that kids meditation, kind of launch it and they became its own separate company? Or am I like rewriting history here? I have no idea. Um, I know it's against App Store rules, but... It's pretty high. It's pretty beneficial to like if you have an app to launch it twice under two developer accounts. Mm -hmm. It's not allowed, but like very easy to do. <laughs> and like it, uh, I'd imagine that it does well. <laughs> uh, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> what is your opinion on adding your app's branding to the subtitle and your most important keywords in the title? Is this even allowed? Yes, we're, yeah, it is allowed. allowed. You don't even need your brand if you if it's already in your development name, just lose it. Especially in the early days, right? Then yep, in the early days. days. Yep. I think it is important. Brand is important because if you look at some of the biggest brands, their brand name has search volume. So I think it is important in the long run, but in the short run, just go. It also helps for ads. All right. Like if you're saying that yeah. this ad is called something, you you want your yeah. brand. You want to make sure that the customer knows that if they know what you're named, that they're at the right place. All right. This is a great question. Romaine says, can you run an A-B test, a pricing A-B test on Superwall, then stop it, but the result data continues to update after the test is over as users renew and churn over time? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you have our revenue cat integration turned on, then you'll keep getting, we'll keep getting the post back events and ARPU will continue to update even, even when the paywall isn't showing. Jeremiah says, okay, great. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you both. I appreciate you, Jeremiah. Sebastian says, love your paywall screens website, Jake. Are the revenues and downloads per month figures estimations? They're very much estimations. Yeah, we use similar methods to like an app figures or a sensor tower to figure out what those numbers are. 
Yeah. No, Jake just knows everybody. It's <laughs> kind of like this. I look one look at their paywall. <laughs> yeah, you know. That's how good you are. And then Mindspace says you can add the feed in app or separate app for uh, who was question was that? It was the Alchemist's question. All right. Once again, guys, the website, if you want to learn more, is superwall.com. I'm going to add this blog post. I think it's super important. I'm going to reread it just to make sure I understand fully what Jake is saying here. But I'm going to add this blog post about how many products, meaning pr pricing plans do you need. And then if you want to learn more about Superwall and really make more money by optimizing your paywall, really cool feature is updating real time. Like literally, if you want to do a hard paywall and test that, well, you can do that without submitting an ad update. You can just tell Superwall, hey, remove that X. It will remove that X. It's that easy. So go check them out. It is superwall.com and then paywallscreens.com if you want to see all the paywalls of all the top apps. Jake, if the audience wants to connect with you in any other way, do you want to send them anywhere else, my friend? Twitter. Yeah, at me on Twitter. Jake Moore, M-O-R is my last name. Um, and yeah, I try to respond pretty, uh, pretty quickly to everybody. I like having debates with Jake. All right, uh, Jake, we have to do more, <laughs> but I like having debates with you. Right, Dude, this is so awesome. Thank you guys for your patience. When I moved to my hotspot, it worked out a lot better. So thank you guys. Jake, thank you guys. Thank you for coming on and doing this, man. I really of appreciate course, it. Of course, of course. My pleasure. Take care, everybody. Thanks for Stay uh, on a little bit after all right? For sure. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. I'll see you next Friday. Oh, next Friday, we're going to talk to Francisco. So he's going to talk about how he's been able to organically grow his app, starting from a paid app to a subscription app with 100,000 downloads. And I just saw his talk and I've actually worked with them. But he's going to share with you his Facebook ad strategy that is counterintuitive to what you might be hearing in this space. So tune in every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific on YouTube and go to appmasters.com slash iTunes if you want to hear the audio version. All right, that's it. That's all the plugs. I'll see you guys. Have a great weekend. Bye. Next. Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.